Chapter One of California Sketches. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Wales. California Sketches by Oscar Penn Fitzgerald. Chapter One My First Sunday in the Mines. Sonora, in 1855, was an exciting, wild, wicked, fascinating place. Gold dust and gamblers were plentiful. A rich mining camp is a bonanza to the sporting fraternity. The peculiar excitement of mining is near akin to gambling, and seems to prepare the gold hunter for the faro-bank and the monte table. The life was free and spiced with tragedy. The men were reckless, the women few, and not wholly select the conventionalities of older communities were ignored people dressed and talked as they pleased and were a law unto themselves even a parson could gallop at full speed through a mining camp without exciting remark to me it was all new and at first a little bewildering but there was a charm about it that lingers pleasantly in the memory after the lapse of all these long years from eighteen fifty five to date sonora was a picture unique in its beauty as i first looked down upon it from the crest of the highest hill above the town that bright may morning the air was exhilarating electric the sky was deep blue without a speck of cloud the town lay stretched between two ranges of hills the cosy cottages and rude cabins straggling along their sides while the full tide of life flowed through washington street in the centre where thousands of miners jostled one another as they moved to and fro high hills encircled the place on all sides protectingly and bald mountain dark and bare lifted above all the rest seemed to watch the queen city of the mines like a dusky duenna the far-off sierras white and cold lay propped against the sky like shrouded giants under their winding sheets of snow near me stood a lone pine which had escaped the ruthless axe because there was a grave under it marked by a rude cross descending to the main street again i found it crowded with flannel-shirted men they seemed to be excited judging from their loud tones and fierce gesticulations they've caught philippe at french camp and they will have him here by ten o'clock said one of the group near me yes and the boys are getting ready to swing the cursed greaser when he gets here said another savagely on inquiry i learned that the gentleman for whose arrival such preparation was being made was a mexican who had stabbed to the heart a policeman named sheldon two nights before the assassin fled the town but the sheriff and his posse had gotten on his track and pursuing rapidly had overtaken him at french camp and were now returning with their prisoner in charge sheldon was a good-natured generous fellow popular with the boys he was brave to a fault perhaps a little too ready at times to use his pistol two mexicans had been shot by him since his call to police duty and though the americans justified him in so doing the mexicans cherished a bitter feeling toward him sheldon knew that he was hated by those swarthy fellows whose strong point is not forgiveness of enemies and not long before the tragedy was heard to say in a half-serious tone i expect to die in my boots poor fellow it came sooner than he thought by ten o'clock washington street was densely thronged by red and blue-shirted men whose remarks showed that they were ripe for mischief 
hang him i say if we allow the officers who watch for our protection when we are asleep to be murdered in this way nobody is safe i say hang him shouted a thick-chested miner gritting his teeth that's the talk swing him hang him put cold lead through him and such-like expressions were heard on all sides suddenly there was a rush of the crowd toward the point where washington street intersected with the jamestown road then the tide flowed backward and came surging by the place where i was standing there he comes adam boys a rope a rope go for him shouted a hundred voices the object of the popular execration guarded by the sheriff and a posse of about twenty men was hurried along in the middle of the street his hat gone his bosom bare a red sash around his waist he was a bad-looking fellow and in the rapid glances he cast at the angry crowd around him there was more of hate than fear the flashes of his dark eyes made one think of the gleam of the deadly spanish dirk the twenty picked men guarding him had each a revolver in his hand with major solomon the sheriff at their head the mob knew solomon he had distinguished himself for cool courage in the mexican war and they were well aware that those pistols were paraded for use if occasion demanded the prisoner was taken into the placer hotel where the coroner's jury was held the mob surrounding the building and roaring like a sea there they come go for him boys was shouted as the doors were flung open and philippe appeared attended by his guard a rush was made but there was solomon with his twenty men pistol in hand and no man dared to lay a hand on the murderer with steady step they marched to the jail the crowd parting as the sheriff and his posse advanced and the prisoner was hurried inside and the doors locked baffled thus for a few moments the mob was silent and then it exploded with imprecations and yells break open the door tear down the jail bring him out who has a rope out with him cool and collected solomon stood on the doorstep his twenty men standing holding their revolvers ready the county judge quint attempted to address the excited mass but his voice was drowned by their yells the silver-tongued henry p barber an orator born and whose sad career would make a romance of thrilling interest essayed to speak but even his magic voice was lost in the tornado of popular fury i had climbed a high fence above the jail-yard where the whole scene was before me when barbara gave up the attempt to get a hearing from the mob there was a momentary silence solomon saw the opportunity and lifting his hand he said will you hear me a moment i am not fool enough to think that with these twenty men i can whip this crowd you can overcome us by your number and kill us if you choose perhaps you will do it i am ready for that i don't say i can prevent you but i do say and here his eye kindled and his voice had a steel-like ring the first man that touches that jail door dies there was a perceptible thrill throughout the dense mass of human beings no man volunteered to lead an assault on the jail door solomon followed up this stroke boys when you take time to reflect you will see that this is all wrong i was elected by your votes and you are acting in bad faith when you put me in a position where i must violate my sworn duty or fight you this is the holy sabbath day back in our old homes we have been used to different scenes from this the prisoner will be kept and tried and duly punished by the law 
let us give three cheers for the clergy of california two of whom i see present pointing to where my presbyterian neighbor the rev s s harmon and i were perched conspicuously and then go home like good citizens courage and tact prevailed the mob was conquered the cheers were given with a will the crowd melted away and in a few minutes the jail-yard was clear i lingered alone and was struck with the sudden transition the sun was sinking in the west already the town below was wrapped in shade the tops of the encircling hills caught the lingering beams the loftier crest of bald mountain blazing as if it were a mass of burnished gold it was the calm and glory of nature in sharp contrast with the turbulence and brutality of men wending my way back to the hotel i seated myself on the piazza of the second story and watched the motley crowd going in and out of the long tom drinking and gambling saloon across the street musing upon the scenes of my first sunday in the mines End of chapter one